Hello everyone, welcome back to the Brown Family Podcast. I am your host, Noloazi, and I am joined today by two special guests, Benji and Dorcas. Hi guys. Hello. Hello. How y'all doing today? I'm good and you? I'm good, thanks. So before we start, I would like for Benji to open for us in prayer. Lord God, we thank you for this opportunity to share your word today. Lord, I pray that may your spirit inspire us today. May your spirit release this sharing. May our eyes be enlightened by your truth. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that prayer. Um, so today, today we're discussing um, a topic from one of the Mondays that we, we um, discussed on, on those Mondays. Um, yeah, so the topic is called By His Grace for His Purpose. The topic, the topic itself is talking about how nothing really happens for no reason. So there's, there's never really a coincidence um, when it comes to things that happen to people, the people of God. There's never really a, a haphazardness to the order of things. It is calculated by God. It is allowed by God. He has seen it. And, and yeah, especially um, for those who love them, for, for those who love him. It is made to work for our good, as we see in Romans 8, verse 28. So now, one of the things that we see here, we see it playing out in the story of Joseph and his brothers, where his brothers sold him, sold him to merchants, thinking that they'd be able to rid themselves of, you know, him being a nuisance to them and things like that. But um, so we noticed that um, what had happened, what had happened to him, it started off as his brothers being jealous about the fact that he was dreaming and, you know, his dreams were talking about all these other sheaves bowing to his sheaf of, of uh, wheat and things like that, you know, those type of a thing. And then for them, it was first things first, he's the youngest brother. And then after, thereafter, he's, he's not only the youngest, but he's the favorite. You know, he was one of um, the only children that he had from Leah um, who was the wife of Jacob? Yeah, it was Jacob. Yeah, no, not Leah, man. Rachel. Rachel, yeah. Rachel's son. Because um, Jacob really loved Rachel. So it was Rachel's son, and therefore it was his love child, basically. So for them, it was like, no, we're not accepting this. We're going to sell him. So they sell him they sell him to merchants who are passing by and eventually those merchants also sell him to um, Potiphar's house and then um, basically they into slave traders and then when he was sold there he started working for, for Potiphar and then a scandal happened Potiphar's wife had a little bit of a lust problem and I'm using this very you know I'm trying to be kind I'm trying to be kind yeah she had a little bit of a lust problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> She had a little bit of a problem, you know, and then she tried to, to, you know, throw herself on, on Joseph. Joseph refused. And then she made it look like Joseph was the one who was, um, you know, forcing himself on him. Then thereafter, Potiphar got him arrested and things like that. Then while he was in prison, he still was found to be excellent in everything that he did, even to the extent of, you know, um, getting favor or, or yeah yeah acquiring favor from two of the prisoners the pot i think it was the pharaoh's baker and his cupbearer so i don't know what crimes they were there in, in there for i don't know if the bible actually mentions but they were there also in prison with him and then they also had dreams and then joseph interpreted their dreams but after interpreting their dreams he was like may you guys remember me when you're out of prison you know just you know recommend recommend your brother chief recommend me you know yeah and then um one of them i don't know which one was which i think it was the the 
I don't know if it was the cupbearer or the baker who came out first, but one of them came out first and they forgot about Joseph. And then the other one came out and then time passed and then um, he finally remembered, oh, there was this guy who interpreted our dreams while we were in prison and what he interpreted became true. Um, this was when Pharaoh himself was having a troubling dreams. You know that dream about the thin kettle eating the fatter kettle and so on and so forth. That dream was predicting the, the famine that the whole of you know, uh, Egypt as well as the countries that depended on Egypt would experience. So he interpreted that dream and then he found himself in Pharaoh's house and serving them. Um, so basically, he was kind of like second in command. He even had, you know, Pharaoh's ring that was that served as a seal. You know, you know that ring that seals documents, you know, official documents to say this is coming from the king's throne directly. So basically, this is how things play played out for Joseph. Now, the problem that I I I I struggled with, right, is the point that. Um, um, Okay, we see that no matter what happened to him, he still maintained obedience to God, and he still kept he still kept the the ultimate goal in the forefront. No matter what happened to him, he still stayed true true to God. You know, from his brothers selling him to the slaves, uh, the slave traders trading him from one person to the other, to the other, to the other, like a piece of property. Well, according to those times, slaves are property. But that's besides the point. That's a human being. Mm. Yeah. So that's my problem. My problem was that the issue that a lot of these things were out of his control and he still had to, you know, um, figure himself, figure it out and stay faithful to God. It's something that we tend to struggle with a lot. So, um, yeah. Can I just add? on that mm-hmm. um, I loved how he remained obedient mm. and faithful to yes. God like mm-hmm. even when he was sold to those Egyptians even when he was put into prison yeah. and it just reminds me of like our lives like currently right now mm-hmm. like when we don't get what we've asked for like immediately mm-hmm. or when we want to achieve a goal but we don't achieve that goal or when we, when we want to get something and we don't get it like what what is our attitude towards mm. God? What is our attitude towards people? What is our attitude towards life? Do we still remain faithful to God even when we don't get the things that we ask for? Like, w- how do we behave? Because I know for sure, and I can even speak for my own personal life, mm. that when things don't work out for my own life, like, mm. there's this weird rebellious thing that comes to me. I'm just like, okay, so you didn't show up for me? Mm. Okay, fine. Actually, you know what? I'm taking a break from you. I'm out. <laughs> I'm taking a break. And yeah. then because I'm a child and God knows me, he knows that ugh, this child is going to come back to me. I'm just like, like my life will, like my life will force me to come back to God and mm. just realize that actually I need God. Mm. I need him. And even if I didn't get whatever I, I had asked for, I'm still going to stay here and be faithful to God. I'm still going to honor God with whatever that that's in my life. I'm going to serve him with um, with my gifts. I'm still going to serve people s- somewhere, somehow. Mm. I know that even though I didn't get what I wanted at that moment for a reason, I know that it's still coming. I still trust God. Mm. And yeah, that's mm. me. You have something to add? Yeah, I also wanted to add on the fact of uh, on the fact that Joseph kept trusting God mm. in the middle of the storm. Yeah. Mm. And as you mentioned, uh, it's really difficult to trust God when you feel like the word is against you. Yes, mm. yes. But Joseph kept trusting God and he was convinced of the dream he had. Yeah. And when you walk in the purpose of God, God will provide with his strength. 
and we see that God was with Joseph everywhere he were. Mm. Yes. In uh, Genesis 39 verse 2, when Joseph was a slave, the Bible says in 31 verse 2, the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. Yes. And he, w- he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Even though he was a slave, Joseph was with, was with God and he was a successful man. Yes. Mm. And it, show, it shows us that when God is with you, you'll be successful. Yeah. And even the verse, um, 30, the, the, the verse 33 says, the keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority because mm. the Lord was with him and whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. Mm. So when you walk in the purpose of God, God is with you, yes. even in the prison, even mm. in the desert place, even mm. when it's difficult. Mm. Yeah. God is with you, and it will make you prosper. Mm. Can can I just add one thing? Mm. Yeah, this just reminded me of the word management. Mm. Like Joseph was able to manage things, even in the prison. Yeah. Yeah, like whatever chore or um, duty they gave him to do, like he was able to manage and he managed very well mm. for a reason. Obviously, it was according to God's purpose for him to do that because there was that goal in yes. the end to, yeah. to, to manage stuff ahead for the famine that was coming. Mm. And so when you are in your trouble, when you are in your storm, like how do you manage with what you have mm. like what like how do you take care of the things that you have the little things that you have because when that blessing does come will you be able to manage that will you be able to handle that that big responsibility mm. that is really uh profound that is really profound i really like the points that you bring up you know i feel like at, at times as humans when our problems when we're experiencing problems in our lives they tend to be a little louder mm. than than the purpose that God has outlined for us. Mm. So it tends to be an issue whereby we sit down and, you know, like because it's so many things that are happening all at the same time to the extent whereby you lose focus of the purpose that God had outlined. Or even if you had focus on it, but you end up now almost doubting whether or not did you hear him clearly. And yet you did. Mm. You know, it brings into question a lot of things. I just want to pose this question to the listeners. How many times has your, has your knowledge about your purpose been challenged by circumstances out of your control? Think about this. Reflect upon it. But we'll, we'll just, we don't ask questions without uh, answering them. We'll, 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 we'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. Okay. So um, it seemed like wherever he was, there was an inconvenience here and there. But he still, you are still able to maintain that mindset of... Mm-hmm. of um, being a good steward, you know, he, he put his all into it. And I found that very respectable for him. And um, the other thing is that he, you know, it was unfair that other people's jealousy, other people's, you know, insecurities are what put him where he was, like the, those um, difficult circumstances. It wasn't him who placed himself there. It was his, either his brother's Potiphar's wife or the cupbearer slash baker mm-hmm. who kind of forgot him, mm-hmm. you know, to recommend him and things like that. But ultimately, his faithfulness to God remained. And I feel like to a certain extent, his faithfulness to God was tested. So at any point in time, he could have decided to himself to be like, hey, you know what, I've been doing this good guy thing for 600 years, not 600 years. I, I have a tendency of being dramatic when I speak. Okay, so he has been faithful, you know, for so many years. We don't know how long he was in prison. Mm. 
do we know do we know how long he was in prison not really not really <laughs> ne it could have been a young maybe 30 five years, years. how many years was it i'm thinking 30 you think it 30 years probably it's been 10 years 10 years in 10 years in, like years in the, egypt uh, before i feel like it was actually. longer oh uh, put him in his yeah. okay yeah so years, I, don't, i don't know can you mind can you imagine the number of days in a year every year you waking up in the same prison cell doing duties that you you did not sign up for mm. but i mean eventually thank god you know it's kind of like community service in jail mm. Mm. you understand no i was oh. going to say and he was doing it faithfully and he was doing it faithfully each and every day knowing very well that tomorrow is still waking up in the same yeah. jail cell mm. you know and he has to do it with a smile on his face i can imagine he was very chipper and like let's go you know like that type of a thing but that couldn't be me he's a better guy than i am <laughs> god please do not test me like that please yeah, please please yeah so um we see that um whatever we go through our faithfulness to god may be tested um even to the extent of making us doubt what he has in store for us mm. we also go to the extent of even doubting what he would have revealed to us personally but we see here in um hebrews 12 verse 2 um may benji read it for us let's look at hebrews 12 verse 2 looking unto Jesus the author of finisher and of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and he has sat down at the right end of the throne of God mm, amen so we see here that um Hebrews 12:2 kind of encourages us to stay looking unto Jesus the author keyword and finisher of our faith So it's not only something that applies to you know your 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 salvation and things like that it also applies in your your day-to-day life you know if he tells you that listen you're going to graduate and be a doctor you're going to graduate and be a, an accountant that's what's going to happen whatever happens in between can happen but that's exactly what is going to happen because he authored it and he will finish it mm-hmm. so there's a thing whereby it refers to him being the finisher it's not you who's finishing it actually so it's him um giving you that strength to be able to carry through to him finishing it for you mm-hmm. so i don't what you say mm-hmm. uh, there is a verse in um philippian Mm-hmm. Philippians 1 verse 6 yeah. the Bible s- says that being confident on of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you mm. will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and this verse really motivated me because I was a, I was in a point in my life where I just wanted to stop everything you know mm. to to just give up but this verse when i read this verse I, i read i read this verse i was just like okay god has started something with you mm. and it will it will definitely finish what he has started with you yes yes and we see in the story of joseph that he, he had a dream when he was 17 yeah mm. and yeah. he got promoted when he was 30 years old so that's 13 years old after the dream 13 years yo <laughs> imagine mm. so it's mean that when god starts something with you will it will definitely finish it yes yeah. yeah and i'm just remembering a verse that i found yesterday in isaiah 55 verse 10 to 11 which says as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and make it bud and flourish 
so that it yields seed for the for the sower and bread for the eater so is my word that goes out from my mouth it will not return to me empty but will accomplish what i desire and achieve the purpose for which i sent it and it just reminds me of how like god put his word above himself so whatever god said mm. no matter how long it takes it will come back finish and life will go on mm. like it, there's no way that god's word will go out and it just stops stops halfway and then it's like well yeah it's, yeah it's, 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 it's it you know like god's word goes out it does its work and then you know god gives god receives glory from that yes. so god doesn't go against his word ever so whatever he said upon your life it will definitely you will see the fulfillment of that word mm. Mm. Yeah. amen and um now i could see in, in the whole story of joseph that in his favor everyone saw his excellence mm. everyone could tell that there was something different about him you know mm. from from the people from potiphar himself mm. from and actually let's go back to even his brothers yeah the jealousy of their brothers right was to i think i'd like to think that his brothers could see that there's a bit of truth to what he did i'm sure even when he was a young boy at home he was doing things to perfection i think this is one thing that also kind of adds to the favoritism but hey this is my imagination going well the bible doesn't necessarily mention how good of a son he was but yeah he was the one who was actually we see this because he was a great manager because he would see what the brothers are doing and go back and report it to his father mm. so already we could see that in his character when he was a young boy mm. so i think i think it it's something that his brothers also picked up on to be like you know i mean fine we're doing this as you know we're all the brothers and so on and so forth but how is this little boy telling us um tattletaling to our parents to be like they were doing this and that today and you know and so on and so forth mm. and and yet he's younger i think there's there's something that was a problem even to the extent whereby you know they saw his goodness even in prison when he was doing all of those things for you know the prisoners interpreting their dreams mm. um doing doing what he was doing managing the things in the prison so what i wanted to point out is that our purpose most of the time especially when we are god's children children who walk with god each and every day the world can see that mm. the world is able to even discern uh, that there's something different about us right, right. and um we 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 know that sometimes they can't really necessarily explain why they would choose you over someone else but mm. it's just that favor that mm. god has you know put over you for his purpose as mm. well right and um all they can really see is your faithfulness and excellence in everything that you do mm. and this is what necessarily it's what is the is the thing that draws them to you yeah. and they can really tell that difference mm. so um we can even look at the examples of Daniel and you know the three Hebrew boys you can even see that with even Esther you know there was something there's always that little something that is different mm. and you find yourself serving in places where you wouldn't have seen yourself in you know um Joseph found himself serving in an Egyptian palace you know second in command from the pharaoh ultimately mm. he would have never i don't think he would have imagined himself you know the, the the dreams they did make sense in terms of oh there'll be people bowing to you but i don't think it i don't know if it fully resonated with him but i don't know if he could clearly judge that he'd be second in command mm. 
you know after pharaoh i i i do know that for a fact he he did know that okay people will be bowing to him and so on and so forth mm-hmm. i'm i don't know how, if his imagination was that big to actually see himself as second in command but that's just one of the things that god does for you he gives you all of that favor to the extent whereby where you're not supposed to be quote unquote where you're not really supposed to be where the locals are the ones that are supposed to be receiving the favor where someone more qualified someone more experienced is supposed to be receiving the favor mm-hmm. you are the one receiving the favor and actually those people with the experience those people with the you know the qualifications and so on and f- so forth they're the ones who are actually following your orders mm-hmm. these are one of the things that god tends to do benji you have something to say i think i like with the story of joseph is that joseph was one of the most important person in egypt mm. it's been that the promotion of god is Uh, God can promote you in uh, different areas. Yeah. He can promote you in politics. He can promote you in all the areas. Because Joseph wasn't a preacher. Mm. He wasn't a a preacher. He wasn't a singer. But God promotes him in his domain. Mm. So I think that God wants to promote people in every, in all the areas. Mm. So that he can extend his kingdom Mm. on earth. Yeah, um I'm just amazed by how Pharaoh favored Joseph. Mm. And when you look at it in our day and age right now, Ph- Pharaoh was a non-believer. Yes, he yes. was an idol worshipper. Yes. Right? But then he he saw something in Joseph. He saw his work. He probably had heard about his work ethic. Yeah. And he's, he he could see the genuineness of this person, the servant. He could see the excellence of his work. He could see even when he was interpreting his dreams about how precise he was and how he was talking so eloquently and all of that. Mm. And it just when we come back to our day and age right now, like even the people who are non-believers, even the people who are the worst of the worst can show favor to you specifically because yes. of the God who is inside of you. They will see the excellence in your work. They will see the genuineness in the effort that you put in the work that you do. Mm. And from there on, they will be like, okay, they, there's these people who do this work, right? But then there's this person right here. I can see that there's something different about this person. I don't know what it is, but then I want this person. Mm. And that's that's just the favor of God, like yes. the grace of God on your life, like mm. yeah, mm. ah, that is very profound. I really like, um, man. I like, I like the favor of God. You know, I, I really enjoy that. I really enjoy that. So, how then do we ensure that we work together with God for His purpose? How do we also stay encouraged in work that stands before us in the grand scheme of things of the kingdom of God? Um, I would say that. Number one, you can't do it by yourself. So don't think that you can do this whole purpose thing by yourself. Like you need God. You need people to Mm. help you get there to that purpose. Because Joseph, in as much as he was a slave and he was sold and whatever, but there were people. There was the the cupbearer. Yeah, yeah. There were the baker, whichever. That guy spoke on his behalf. That's a person... F- showing favor on you so yes. like joseph wasn't gonna be in front of the king by himself mm. like there must have been someone who spoke about him and therefore he ended up being in front of the king mm. so you need people so you and right now in our day and age in our daily lives in a realistic you know yes. thing um yeah you you need to feed on the word of god like you can't fulfill your purpose or get to your purpose if you're not 
meditating on God's thoughts. If you don't know how God thinks, you won't know how to maneuver in life. If you don't make use of the Holy Spirit, how are you going to get to your purpose? How are you going to achieve anything actually in the mission of God, in the kingdom of God? And spending time with God helps you see your purpose even clearer and clearer. And making use of a community of people who love God, who love to serve God, who love the word of God, helps you also see your purpose and walk in your purpose because they're people who are anointed by God and who have gifts and who can tell you what God is actually saying that will help you maneuver in your in your purpose great that's great uh, I really love the fact that you mentioned the fact that we can't do it without God so going back to that um, going back to that verse Hebrews 12 verse 2 he's the author and the finisher so the, the key word is that we need to keep in mind is that he's finishing it for us. There's no way you're going to be able to do purpose without him. Although he gives you the grace for that purpose, he gives you that strength to be able to overcome whatever whatever you go through in order for his purpose to be fulfilled. I think that's the beautiful thing about the word of God. And another thing, um, I just wanted to add a verse from Isaiah 42. Verse 2. Benji, do you mind reading that one for us? When you pass through the, the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Mm. Nor shall the flames scorch you. Yes. We can already see that. First things first, he says, walk through. You know that, that saying, I don't know who, where it comes from or who it comes from. It says, you know, if you find yourself in hell, but if you find yourself walking through hell, keep going. So you're not, you're not stationary. You will go through it. You will, when you're going through something, you go through it. You don't go into it and stay. You don't go into it and wander around. You go through it. So meaning that there is coming out. And I like the fact that this verse is telling us that there will be fire. There will be water, you know, all around you. There will be fire all around you, but you will not be burned. You will not be overflown. Is that the word that they use? It will not overflow you. Is that the word that they used? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will not be overtaken, you know, um, by such things. Why? Because God is with us in those situations. Um, when you mentioned the fact that how can we um, work in the purpose, right? Mm. It's only by um, relying on God. Yes. Mm. In John uh, sixteen thirty three, Jesus was talking to his disciple, and he says that um, in the world you will have tribulation, mm. but be of good cheer; I have overcome the world. Mm. So it means that even if we'll have problems, when you rely on God, mm. you always uh, you'll always get the solution because He has done it all. Yes. So it's mm. everything it's accomplished. So you don't have to to strive or to find solution by yourself because mm-hmm. it is the solution. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Can I add um I am on top of that. God's strength is found in our weakness. Mm-hmm. Like uh I I think of every story in the Bible and how God showed himself so strong like when every person was at their their lowest basically. Mm-hmm. And I understand that it's really necessary for him to do that because if we had everything that we needed, if we had like literally everything, like why why would we need God? Mm, mm. You know, Uh, so 
we like we would become independent and not dependent on god so what would be the use of god god wants us to stay needy consistently dependent on him because we can't do anything without him we can't live our lives without him so he wants us to constantly remain needy and not count on ourselves for anything because we will constantly fail we will we are flawed mm-hmm. do you get what i mean yes um yeah stay needy and I also wanted to add on what you said is that god wants us to rely on him and yes. him alone right. yes because if we see the story of joseph the only place where it's mentioned that joseph was successful it's not because he was handsome it's not because he was smart it's mm. because god was with him right mm. Mm. so we we succeed only when we rely on god mm. Mm. and yeah so in in closing um we just wanted to remind ourselves and and the listeners out there that um you know as children of god we cannot walk in purpose without god who is the reason that we have the purpose right. and we know that whatever vision dream or word god has given you no matter what the problem you encounter um god is still there for your purpose for the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. any closing remarks from um maybe i can say that um just remember also that god's grace is not for you for yourself mm um when god shows you grace when god shows you favor or when god promotes you it's not for yourself it's all, it's for people yes you know you're here for god and mm. you're here for people so mm. don't forget people to close i think uh the purpose of god as a purpose when he um he actually give you a dream or um he, he, when he has he give you his favor his grace mm. he has a purpose if we see in the story of esther mm-hmm. Esther was uh promoted as queen for the purpose of God. Yes. Because uh the people of the Jew were in trouble. Yes. It's when Esther gets promoted and when she become uh she became queen. Mm. Even in the story of Joseph we can see that Joseph was um the second best the second what? The second most important person mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Egypt. Yeah. And it happened seven years be- before the famine yes, right yes. so god bless you in your position for a purpose yes. so when you got uh, in a certain position let's not forget that it's for the glory of god first mm, not right. for us but yes. for the purpose of god right mm, mm. and just to add on to benji's thing uh benji's point something that we had mentioned um in the previous episode that you know um when god is promoting you um it's for his purpose but you for for his purpose and you know to help other people out as well but it's it's not it's not going to be um it's not going to be you're not you're not doing it at a loss that's what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. you're not doing it at a loss mm-hmm. you're also gaining from it mm-hmm. so why 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 would you just want to you know miss out on having purpose in god purpose that is backed by god the most powerful power mm-hmm. if they are the most powerful being in this whole universe and outside the universe Correct. everywhere mm-hmm. the most powerful being that there is why not put yourself in that position to go according to that purpose at least you have the the biggest power backing your purpose so mm-hmm. nothing can come you know nothing can stop that purpose why because his word stands and just as doka says it will it will not come back to him void it will right. achieve its purpose mm-hmm. so 
get on God's team. Get on God's team. You know, get into his purpose. Actually, invest time. Get to know your purpose in God. Stay in his word. Today. 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 (laughs) Stop dilly-dallying. Don't play around with this. Why not have the biggest, you know, the biggest team behind you? Mm. God is a team. I don't know. You take it. I'm trying to I'm trying to put it in a, a world view. You have yeah. the biggest power behind you. There's nothing you have to fear. Support system. You have the biggest support system, yes. The biggest support system that is forever. Mm. A support system that knows the beginning from the end. A support system that is guaranteed. Right. Why are you dilly dallying? Why am I dilly dallying? And this is a question to me. Why am I dilly dallying? Mm. I also wanted to add uh this verse. It's found in Ephesians, Ephesians two, verse ten. For we are his workmanship created in Jesus Christ for good works, mm. which God prepared beforehand that we should work in them. And what I like with this verse is the fact that God has good works for us. Mm. So it means that he has a purpose for you. Mm. And also, he, he prepared his beforehand. So it means that you don't have to... You, we see in the story of Joseph that everything works for is for the purpose of God. Mm. So it means that God will prepare everything for your um for him to get the glory actually mm-hmm. and in the beginning of the verse the bible says that for we are his workmanship created in jesus christ something is something really important because you can god uh you can start the you can uh start the journey with god without jesus christ mm-hmm. yes so today um i think nolazi will close in prayer but i'll like i'll like to uh, ask someone today if you want to tr- uh, try this journey if you want to work in your purpose just make this prayer and then and work with Jesus you can dedicate your life today to Jesus Christ it's as simple as accepting him as your personal lord and savior and proclaiming it as well and not only just proclaiming it and you know accepting it but also obeying his word living according to his precepts mm-hmm. so if you want to, you know, accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, today you can declare these following words. Lord Jesus Christ, I come to you today knowing very well that you are my personal Lord and Savior, that you have saved me from my sin and sanctified me to be part of your fold. Mm. Today I accept you into my heart and I will continue to live according to your precepts, knowing that I will be in the kingdom of God ultimately. If you have prayed that prayer and you've meant it in your heart and you're going to live according to those precepts, then that's it. You accept it. So do get baptized, you know, and and get to know God for yourself. Mm. If you stop getting to know him, go back. Mm. He's still there. If you had, if you are just about to start, you're thinking this is your sign for you to start today. I'm telling you now. Mm. God is using me to tell you now. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So. We thank you guys for joining us. We hope you have a great weekend and stay blessed. Bye.